I'm Daniel Gowerluck, and this is On Earth. On Earth is brought to you by the Pacific Museum of Earth. In this podcast, we aim to show what it's like to be an Earth, ocean, or atmospheric scientist. There's a lot of diversity under that umbrella, and not all of our scientists wear lab coats. Today on Earth, we're talking to Crystal Xiao. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Now, you are a geology student. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a fourth-year geology student. At this stage, are you specializing in any aspect of geology? Yes. So, because we are、uh, like a broad department with many things we can learn, and but we have few students. So, it, like as an undergrad, we basically touch in every branches. And now I'm applying to do a master degrees. So I choose one of the specific branch, which is a mineral deposit sector. Great. Are you doing that here at UBC? Yeah, yeah. And so, why geology? What got you into the science? Yeah, that's a long and kind of <laughs> turn story. Originally, I chose chemistry as my major, but then I found out it's not gonna work out. My organic chemistry sucks, and then I found、uh, one of the professor here. May I say his name or no? Oh, Brad Gilly. He's really nice. He's like so much willing to help, and he. Uh, at my first year, I'm a Wantage student. He is the chair of Wantage Science. Yeah, so we met each other like as a first year, and along with my other classmates. And then after I,、uh, the first term almost end, like the oh the second year. And then I found it's not gonna work out. I go to Brad and then ask for his help if had he has any suggestions. He said UBC is very tolerant for like. You find out something's not gonna work out. You can change your major. You can even change your faculty. And then with Brad's help, he introduced me a lot of the geology, like job opportunity out there, and like what kind of courses I'm gonna take. So I think, oh, that's actually good. So I I switched to geology, and、uh, now I found out this that that's the best decision I have ever made. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> Have you done any field work、uh, yet? Yes, yes. So I'm currently doing a one-year bachelor thesis. It's almost end. It's gonna end next Monday. But at the beginning of last term, I have、uh, four days of field work. I need to collect my own samples. And also in our like setting second year, we have a kind of short field school course. So like two separate days during during the term and、uh, like it's supposed to be one or two week after the term, but unfortunately that year where、well, I was at second year COVID come, so I didn't got to do it. But now we have a third year, like three weeks field school course. I can take that like、uh, at the end of this month. Very exciting. You mentioned that、um, this is a very、uh, lucrative field. Uh, there are great job opportunities when you get your degree,、uh, but I know also a lot of our students work、uh, during the summer, even at the undergrad level. Have you had, had any of those opportunities? Yes, yes, a lot. And so this summer, I actually, because I haven't graduated yet, I have a already have a summer job. Yeah, like in the specific field I'm interested, which is a porphyry deposit, like the mineral deposit sector. 
Yeah, and my friend, I remembered, he's also in this major, and I remembered when his year two or year three, he found a two months, three months summer job, like with very lots of opportunity out there. So it's very good if you want to do summer job. If like the summer job in our field is like almost all field job, and if you are interested in like traveling. Which is good opportunity. You kind of combine the work, getting getting a salary and travel together. So it's very interesting and good. Wonderful. Where are you off to? Oh, I gonna go to Eastern BC, Eastern South. Yeah, Southeast BC. Are you allowed to say which mineral you're looking for? Yeah, copper. Yeah, copper deposit. Now, one thing I've really enjoyed about these interviews has been hearing field stories. Like you said, it's a huge part of your education and work.、Um, and but also, apparently, the field is just where crazy things happen. Do you have any crazy field stories you'd care to share? Oh, so the four days field trip I had last term. The first day we have gone to go up to a mountain. Which is about almost three thousand meters high, and I'm I couldn't I never did that like high elevation before, so we kind of stuck. I mean, personally, me kind of stuck on the midway, so they find like these small cars and send me up there to weigh them, which is kind of embarrassing. I came out and realized I should really do more exercise. Yeah. I think、uh, I I ha I didn't really have any like dangerous case, Matt. I mean, in that field we met grizzly bears, but it's like kind of on.、Um, we are at this peak that that bear is at a far like far away peak, and we found out like grizzly bears is is not like what we see in cartoon or on like some ter- terrifying movies when they re- find find. Human first, they will be the first one to run out. Not human, so it's not really a big threat. Yeah. So in that field, like we we also saw a coyote. So all of these wild animals is actually. I mean, you should be careful of them. We carry、uh, bear sprays, but it, they are not kind of the, like the top one threat. Actually, it's a exercise. Hiking is the biggest problem for me. I、uh, I was traveling with some friends once, and we were at altitude, and they dared me to run up a little hill, knowing I'd get winded. But I thought, no, I can do it. I didn't even make it halfway up, <laughs> and I had them rolling on the ground laughing. Yeah, and especially this is my first like kind of formal field work, and unfortunately, my field、uh, my first field work is like this high elevation. So I think if I start from a little bit lower, it will be good, and then I kind of like trained to the、uh, high elevations. Yeah. Oh, didn't you also just finish a project on asbestos? Yeah. Ah,、uh, my current bachelor thesis is about uh, metamorphic uh, petrology. It's not specific about、uh, mineral deposit, but during this year, because I'm not doing the thesis alone, I like I took two courses. Uh, within one term with thesis as well, so I took the mineral deposit cur-、uh, course during this term, and then I found out I actually can deal well on the mineral deposit sector, 
and I'm more interested in that. So I kind of switched to that sector. But math- metamorphic history is very interesting as well. But it's, they are kind of different. The mineral deposit sector is more like oh, the application of our geology field, and the metamorphic metamorphic petrology is more like the academic field. Yeah, it depends on what you like. You like to study, you like to teaching, or you like to find a job. Yeah. You're clearly really excited about your future career. Um, what's your favorite part about this work? Oh, so first of all, I had, uh, I had, I came to Canada since grade 11. I, so I, I was in Vernon and the school I went to, they offer geology courses as an elective. So I choose that. So at high school, I kind of have my first impression of all these different kind of minerals. I'm, and then like in here, UBC, I have uh, gone to uh, AME Roundup and talked to a student from other schools. And I realized UBC is the school that offers most of the different courses. And you can find another school other than UBC. Like we have tried all of these four branches in geology. So I kind of tried everything. I found out I'm still like mostly interested in minerals. And I mean, we have structures, more of the, more of a like broad scale, but I'm more like interested in the minerals. And then, so I choose the mineral deposit as elective. Yeah. And it's very interesting to study that, to see how it deposits from, like from like the mantle and brought up to the surface. It's long, long time, big skill, very interesting. And actually, this honestly, there's uh, great opportunities outside in the industry with the mineral deposit sector. And this is what we need for now because our minds is kind of shut down. We are lack of, lack of metals right now. So like they need, there is more and more opportunities needed to for mineral exploration. So kind of both uh, combine the applications out there and my personal interest. Yeah, the shift in the new green economy is going to require a lot of metals. Yeah, yeah. And the big mines out there is like, uh, they almost dig it up. And, oh, I should say that it's more like as further you go down, the more costs you will need. So it kind of gets less and less um, cost efficient. So... They have to find new deposit. And the, the less concentrated the ore is, the bigger the mine has to be and the bigger the environmental impact. Um, now, of course, not everything is sunshine and roses. Uh, what's the worst part about your work or the most difficult? I think it's about the tectonic part. Our Earth is like for 4.6 billion years old. We have a long history and I have tectonic courses here. It's not like about the professor. All of the professors in our department, they are so good. It's like we have this old earth and we need to start studying it, like start from the very beginning till today. And everything is going on at the same time. You need to not only focus on North America, like this supercontinent, they group up together, break up, then group up together again. So that's a long history. And I have to learn that within one course. This is super hard for me. All these 
specific terrains you name and the direction where it moved toward into, and the specific age. That's so hard for me. <laughs> That's the trickiest part. I think probably some people is not good at memorizing. <laughs> the way you explain tectonics, it sounds like like you're talking about Benifer.、Uh, they break up. They come together again. They break up. They come together again. <laughs> Yeah, and like now they have when they group up together and break up again, they usually have different names,、yeah. and the directions they move to. You need to remember like the specific terrains if you are studying like a specific country for like for example Canada. You need to remember all these small terrains and which supercontinent it originally belong to and which direction it moved to and. How it becomes to the position, it came to the position right now. So it's kind of hard for me because this part is more of the memorize. It's not really about like calculus or something else. You can't really understand it. You have to memorize. Why is it important that you know this? Oh, it's very important because like、uh, the tectonic history is not. This is this、uh, terrains group up together and forms Canada right now, but lots of like、uh, micro scale like process going on at the same time. For example, when they came together, the subduction caused magma generation. So they, you know, earthquakes, natural disaster, and study the past to help you understand what is going on right now. We all live on Earth, so this is very important. Like this, not uh, not only about natural disaster, like this small process, the、uh, fluid generated in subduction zones, they can form like new rock types and mineral deposit, which is what uh, like what human need causes resources. Yeah, lots of these things going on, and、uh, for example, like lots of people go bamf to skiing, and this is like caused by the subduction. Like they kind of provide this kind of geomorphology of this folded surface, so lots of interesting things you need to know for, like for other constructions or explorations or natural disasters to to like protect your lives. It's very important to study all of this. That's a perfect explanation. Thank you. I'm curious.、Uh, do you identify as belonging to any underrepresented communities? And if so, has that affected your studies? So you mentioned you're from another country, right?、Uh, where are you from? I'm from China. Yeah, East Eastern China. And has that affected your experience learning geology here? Not at all. Is I mean the core. I mean not like I. I'm how good is love about the course design in UBC is more like gradually you gain your knowledge like step by step from the easiest course easiest things you need to remember from the second year to like you can start your own research kind of start with the help from your supervisor and the fourth year it's like step by step you don't like you don't like get knowledge like you never heard before. This is that is hard for study, but in UBC's course design is very good. So I didn't really face any like challenges, not only about knowledge, but also like the language barrier is not that big, and all of the professors are willing to help. I still remember in my second year we have、uh, paleontology courses. You need to remember all this like fossils name. 
I shouldn't say it like that scary. You don't have to remember all of the fossils name. Like to me, it's a bunch of like because it's new language and new words. It's professional term. I never got to even like mean like if it translates back to Chinese. I may never heard that the Chinese name in in China because I never got to face that. And it's the professor is really nice. I remember during one of the small tasks, I mentioned this to the professor, uh, Stuart, and he's like, "Oh, just tell me if you don't know what this word means, like a, the language barrier." Of course, I don't explain the question to you. If you ever got to some language problem, just let me know. Raise your hand. I'm gonna ex explain to you. So that have, helps a lot better. And also, it's not that hard the term because. Like no matter what language your background is, you like all all of you like start from zero to study this new professional term. So it's not a big problem at all. Yeah. Okay, now I know you're being modest because <laughs> it's hard enough for me to make sense of the Latin terms, but uh, coming from a Chinese background, it's uh, got to be a huge leap. It's got to look like gibberish. Um, so I'm very impressed that you got those Latin names down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that geology is really open and welcoming, or is it more closed off and insular? Oh, it's very open. Because uh, I should say it's more specific. At the beginning, I said we have four branches in geology. Uh, so more specifically, we have general geology. You can study like structural geology. And then we have geochemistry kind of the micro scale, you study the, uh, what the con specific content of a rock. And then we have geophysics. This part deal with more of the, like the, so we got a lot to use lots of instrument software. These are uh, invented by this geophysics, which they're excellent people. And then we have kind of moved to the organic part, which is the gas oil paleontology part, yeah. We have these four branches and UBC is like, UBC designs the courses like you touched every branches when you are undergrad. So like it's totally okay. And this happened to me and my classmates as well. So my friends, uh, I mean, the same major, they found out maybe one of the branches or maybe one specific course in this branches not work for them. That's totally fine. You got far out, like other options out there. And the people in geology, they are so willing to help. You can see Brett. He talked to me several times, tried to pull me in. <laughs> yeah, which is good. And I never regret this decision. So I think uh, geology is very good. If for, for example, personally, I'm really bad at organic branches. So I kind of just avoid the whole branches. And there are still lots of opportunities and options I can choose give me a better future career. This is totally good for, I think, for everyone because chemistry and physics kind of covers most of the stuffs. Yeah. Thanks. You're the first person who's ever, ever explained to me that there are the four branches. I just hear these four terms being thrown around um, and thought that they were general or random specializations, but uh, you finally made that make sense. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like these four branches. You you got to touch everyone in your undergrad, and then in your master's, you go to one of the specific branch. Maybe in your PhD, you go more specific. So, and I know uh, I have talked to some of the potential supervisors at UBC, 
and they told me that the uh, the choice of your master's thesis won't like affect your future career that much. That means if you have made a wrong decision in your master's, it's totally okay. You change that in your uh, like maybe PhD or future career, that's totally fine. So UBC and geology provide lots of the opportunities for you to choose. And for you, when you regret something, you can change your uh, mind. So that's totally good. That's wonderful. By the way, you mentioned earlier that you're doing your own research right now um, and you're writing a thesis in your undergrad. Uh, when I did my undergrad, that was really rare. Is that common with your classmates? So... This year, the class of 2022, we have, I think, about 22 geology students. And four of us are doing the one-year thesis. And our department has also provided another uh, opportunity. If you are very busy at your fourth year, you can do a four-year learn thesis. You can do a half-year one only one term called directive study. So I know lots of students are doing that as well. So I think the students in our department are very like engaged to do this kind of stuff. Uh, I wouldn't say it's common, but still compared to like maybe other department, we kind of have more proportion, as to say, proportion of students doing that. I think that also... Also, is I will give this credit to our course design and our professors. They made us like all engaged in this in this topic, and we are interested in this major. We are willing to do study more, explore more interesting things. Well, it helps that we have the best students. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, um, one thing that we've all had to deal with for the past two years has been COVID. Uh, you lately touched on how it impacted your studies, but would you care to go into more depth or more detail? Yeah, so for me, the COVID comes at the last term of my second year. So the, or as half, uh, beginning of the term, we go to the courses in person and then COVID come, we kind of move to the rest of the term online. Then I had my entire third year online more. Now I'm at fourth year, we go back to uh, in person. Uh, again, thank God, really good. And so originally we should have a field school as a third year course, which is very important. Like no matter which this uh, discipline we go, which branches we go to, in our future, field work is the basic of everything. So the school is very wise and smart. So they kind of cancel the, the third year field school course. And if you are at third year, you can take that in your fourth year and it won't conflict to your graduation, which is really good. You gain your experience. And I, I think the most challenge is about Zoom, I should actually say, all the professors, they are so prepared because in our specific uh, department, we got to deal with the rocks, which is you can't, it's, it's hard for them to transfer it online because you don't have the samples in front of you, especially for some of the students who want to try the hardness of the specific minerals. 
it's hard. You can't really tell that. And but the at the end, they did actually really well. They transfer that online super well. It's just sometimes the、uh, internet is not stable, and some professors they are at age. They have some problem with the、uh, Zoom. But I. I heard a lot of stories like the professors they are helping each other. I like at the end, like、uh, after the first、uh, lecture ended, they kind of test each other and ask how should I set this up. How I heard a lot of these funny stories. I think it actually turns really well. The the online courses didn't affect、uh, impact our apartment that much. Yeah, that's great. I'm sure they'll be glad to hear that you appreciated it. Um, I know there was a lot of stress on our teachers to、uh, make sure they could effectively、uh, convey some of that information. Yeah, I actually think there is some benefits. I mean, both the advantage and disadvantage for online courses. But I found out most of the advantages, like the office hours, moved online as well, and there are more and more students go to the office hour. So when the course is online, then it's in person because it's easy. You just go to the that Zoom room and then ask questions, and that happens a lot. And I talked to my、uh, supervisor. He's also instructor of one of the、uh, third year courses. He said he said that you never to see students send a bunch of thank you at the end of every lecture if you do it in person. So kind of. Titans,、uh, Titan student and professor, like they get more close. You can ask, you can ask help whether like is, uh, like in life problem or it's like specific、uh, course problems. They are willing to help. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's a really healthy perspective. <laughs> Now, you've hopefully inspired some young people to follow in your footsteps.、Um, It's good to point out that again, you're only a few years out of high school yourself, so you're a very relatable role model to young people who are looking for what to do in the future.、Uh, if anyone's listening right now and does want to follow in your footsteps, what advice or career、um, or courses or、um, experience would you recommend they take? Yeah, so at high school, if your school offer ge- geology elective courses, I. Definitely suggest you strongly suggest you took that because I remembered at my school they touched a bunch of different branches as well, not that specific as UBC, but you got a brief、uh, introduction of what, ah,、uh, like how these branches looks like, what is the difference between them, and you kind of know what is more interest to you in high school. So then. Uh, in universities, you got this opportunity. Our this our school designs the courses like fairly, I should say, fairly smart. You kind of touch everything. Basically, you don't have to, you don't have to choose some like extra courses to because the school didn't let you like take something. And you have you don't basically for all of these branches, you you don't have like a One branches that you know totally nothing of. So the only courses is a mineral deposit course. There's two in UBC: mineral deposit and advanced mineral deposit. And 
that is an elective course, but I should say this is a most useful course for me. I have ever taken because this is strongly related to my uh, future career, hopefully future career. Yeah. And I strongly, t uh, I strongly suggest students take the uh, third year one. You learned a lot and it's more like strongly related to the industry and the application part. And there is a lot of fourth years, basically till third year, you are required to take most of the courses. You have originally, you have the basic and uh, some of the middle fundamental of all of these branches. In the fourth year, you got to choose which branches you want to study more. So you can, there is like structure geology offered. There are technology offered. You are interested in that. And then mineral deposit, as I mentioned, there is advanced paleontology. And you can study oceanography. And uh, as I mentioned before, uh, like nowadays, the computer science is, is like into every department. We have to, like, we must use some software that has helped us analyze like much easier. And so you can take, for example, remote sensing courses. There's other ones, so GIS courses, MATLAB courses, all out there. And our supervisor, James, he's very wise. He always gives wise decisions. So at our second year, we should choose either MATLAB or GIS. Choose two, one from these two. And he suggests, I think he suggests to all of the students take both of them. Like, cause the software is gonna change. Who knows which one gonna be more popular in the future? And so most of us take two. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, really good advice. I've heard that advice from so many well-established uh, professionals that it's good, especially at the beginning, to get a broad exposure to many different ideas, um, many different fields. And then as you go on, uh, narrow in. Because if you focus too fast, you'll miss some really important information. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's very common to most of the people. They still kind of switch their uh, direction of the job when they yeah actually start working on it. So it's as you mentioned, it's really good you learn touch more of the disciplines in advance than later. And we also had some great first year courses like in intro courses in geology so we have yours 110 which is about the of the general geology kind of the basic of the tectonic part and we have uh, the natural disaster first year courses we have the kind of the gm courses if you are interested in that maybe for girls yeah we have that we have dinosaur courses if you are interested in that and I think we have some first year atmosphere courses that is related to our department as well. So in your first year, you can try these courses. And I think you actually are required. So our course design is good again. Yeah, you're actually to you are actually required to take one from this course to act one or two from these courses. So you can try more when you're at first year to see what you are interested. So we have plenty of courses you can choose. Absolutely. And they're all, all super fun. <laughs> okay, so I know you're just at the beginning of your career, um, but I'd like you to imagine the end of your career. What would you like to have as your professional legacy when you retire? 
I hope for personally it may sound like dream. I might find some huge deposit. That is like my work, cause uh, I have met some elder professional people in this department. They like spend their entire life on one of the deposit. Like when they are young, they think there must be a big deposit here, but the exploration takes a long time, and you need to convince a bunch of maybe the authorizations and other companies to work on this part. So it's a long time, but as the end, they got it to finalize the project done, and it's indeed a huge nickel deposit. So I hope someday I can do the same thing before I retire. Maybe I can find some deposit and set up a company, maybe named by my name. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just took the words out of my mouth. Have you thought up a name for this mythical deposit? <laughs> I'm just going to use my name, Crystal's Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Very appropriate. Now, again, I want you to look to the long term, and I want you to offer any predictions you can on where geology as a whole is going, and what advice do you have for young people to anticipate some of these changes and get ahead of the curve? Yeah, so I should mention one, like some of the bad effects of the public right now. The public... N- Right now, is lack of the basic, no, basic common sense of geology. I mean, people all know we should protect the environment. We should study environmental science because we live on Earth. We need the environment to be good. We maybe study some. Uh, we study. We have farm something crops. We study that so we don't starve to death. But people forgot we all live on Earth. And geology, if you read the term, is study of the earth. So you never, if you live on earth, you can never get rid of this. If you want live in your house or apartment, the basement need geologists to test if it's stable. Or you have phones, computers, uh, iPad, whatever you use right now. There are some rare elements in there need geology to explore and to explore so put in your phone so that you can use that but the public unfortunately is lack of common sense in that they didn't know the importance of these metals and the earth yeah and so currently almost all of the mines either for copper or nickel, which is important in our day-to-day life. The, uh, the tonnage is kind of decreased right now because uh, all the big big mines now is kind of dig up. So in the future, I would say that 10 or 20 years, it's going to be a golden time for geology. Yeah, because we need people lot of people to work on the new projects, new exploration target. Yeah, like compared compared to other departments, like people are, lots of people go to computer science and business right now. I already saw some of the uh, statistics from the department and shows in the future 10 years, this, this uh, department going to be like saturated. So they cannot take no more people so you won't it's hard to find a job out there compared to geology plenty job out there and it's important job and we are lack of people right now 
So in the future, ten or twenty years, I can I would say it's a golden time for geology. That's a, a bunch of great points to make.、Um, it's not only lucrative to get into geology, but it's also, like you said, environmentally friendly.、Um, in order to have the green revolution, we'll need to、uh, build a lot of things with metal. <laughs> yeah, not only. Yeah, I should say that it's more like as a.、Uh, The supply and demand part. So the supply is getting down right now. We are running out of that, so we need to find new deposit. Also, the demand is increased. And as you mentioned before, the the green cars, green energy is also, uh, for the during the COVID, people found out copper filters can actually kill bacteria and virus. So now the more and more coppers are used in the hospital as well. And I have have talked to the tech people. They are on to one of the projects. Like they want to change all of the handles on in the hospital to copper rod, so it kind of kill bacteria, makes the environment,、uh, makes the conditions in hospital more clean. So we still more and more supply, or、uh, more and more demand, like coming on more and more opportunities out there. Yeah, great time for geology. Absolutely. Well, Crystal. Those are all my questions for today. Is there anything I missed, or anything you want to add before I let you go? No, I think that's all. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for sharing your passion.、Um, you're a rising star in geology, and I wish you all the best as you start your masters. Thank you. Thanks for listening to On Earth. On Earth is hosted by me, and produced by myself. Kirsten Hodge, our editor Mel Woods, and Ollie Beebe designed our logo. On Earth is made possible thanks to the generous support of the Canadian Geological Foundation. For more episodes like this one, please visit our website at pme.ubc.ca/learn/podcast, or listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week here on Earth.